of a living God, we celebrate you, we glorify you, we magnify you. We acknowledge your manifest presence. We know you are here with us again, and we know you are sure to do us good. We thank you for our lives that be transformed today. We welcome your presence again. We ask that you do what you alone as God can do. Glorify Jesus. We ask that this encounter, Lord, shall count for our lifetime in the name of Jesus. We ask that you breathe, breathe upon your world. And grant us illumination, revelation, and insight in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. In the name of Jesus, we have praise and worship. Amen. amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah, Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Amen to Jesus. We want to appreciate God for 12 days gone from the go forward to say it has been by the Lord's mercies, by his grace, and by his provisions and providence. We give him all the praise forever. Hallelujah. This is the 13th day, and we have after today three days left for the crusade. Amen to Jesus. Amen. I want to let us know that this encounter is God ordained and it will count for a lifetime. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. I want to welcome everyone participating in this crusade from wherever you are participating in, in this crusade from. I want to assure you that this encounter is going to bless you forever. Amen to Jesus. Amen. I want to let you know that this is going to be a time that is well invested. Amen to Jesus. Praise God forevermore. We've been feasting on God's word. We've been getting instructions. We've been getting directions. We've been getting admonitions from the word of God. And it's been so enlightening that it's been so rejuvenating. In fact, our spirit man has been so robust. Amen. Amen. The words we have received, I believe God that 2020 is going to be a, a, a most glorious year for us. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Today I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be starting another teaching. Amen to Jesus. Amen. And I'm um, uh, it's, I'm titling it, by the help of the Holy Spirit, um, the season of new beginning. The season of new beginning. Amen to Jesus. Amen. The season of what? New beginning. It's important we know that 2021 is the 21st year in the 21st century. Praise God forevermore. Amen. And it's the beginning of a new decade. Amen to Jesus. And so it's a very prophetic year. And it's a year that we must have the new beginning understanding for us to maximize all that God has in stock for us in this new year. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Not just is it a new year beginning, it's also a new decade beginning. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So it's important that we make the most of this year by virtue of God's word we receive into our spirit and God's word we maximize. Amen to Jesus. Amen. So, so we are going to be sharing briefly on this word. Our anchor scripture is Isaiah chapter 49 verse 13. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Praise God. Hallelujah. Behold, I will do a new thing, and now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now God is speaking here. He says, I will do a new thing. And then it goes forward to say, now we shall spring forth. Now, if you look at these, these phrases, they sound like contradictory. When somebody says, I will do something, it's something that he's going to do. It's not something that he's doing, or it's not something that he has done. But now he goes forward and says, now we shall spring forth. So this is something God is saying he will do. And then he's saying, now it will spring forth. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Why, if on looking at it on a surface level, it looks like a contradiction. He will do and now we spring him forth. Why the contradiction would be the question that most of us will ask. Why this contradiction? We've heard people who tell that the Bible contradicts itself. There are many contradictions in scripture, but um, there's a particular um, television show we watch on uh, the Bible and we discover a lot of rich understandings concerning scripture to make us understand that scriptures do not contradict themselves. You have to get into the, the heart of the writer for you to understand and the mind of God for you to understand. He says, behold, I will do a new thing. It, now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? Now, it, if he says, I will do, which is a future thing, and he says, now it shall spring forth, it, it basically understand, makes us understand that these two phrases are talking from two different perspectives. Praise God. When God says, I will do a new thing, he's talking from our perspective. I will do. Praise God. From man's perspective, because as it were, man has not seen that new thing. 
So if he has to make us understand that he's, a, he's doing a new thing, he has to make us understand from our perspective, which is, our, which is time's perspective, which means that's why he says, I will do a new thing. But he goes forward to say, now it shall spring forth. Now is God's perspective. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So these two phrases, it's just, it, it makes us understand God speaking from our perspective and from his perspective. Are we together? Yeah. I will do. That is man's perspective, time's perspective. Now it shall spring forth from God's perspective. That's why faith is now in the realms of the spirit. Faith is God's perspective. Faith is God's realm. Are we together? And when faith operates, faith operates with now. But for man's point of view, what happens in the now in the spirit realm may happen later in the physical realm. So for God to be, make us be on the same page with him, with him, he always makes sure that he talks to us from our perspective and from his perspective. Are we together? So there will be a, a, a good understanding. God is not in the business of confusing us. God's in the business of making us work together with him. That's why he said, he said, come, let us reason together. God always wants us to reason together with him. He doesn't want us to be at another end and he is at another end. No, he wants us to reason together with him. And that's why when God speaks, he speaks from our perspective and from his word, perspective. Another example of scripture was when God asked the prophet, he says, what see thou? And he said, Jeremiah, he said, I see the rod of an almond tree. And he said, thou hast seen rightly. Now, the question is, did God not see the rod of an almond tree? Why will he be asking the prophet, what see thou? This makes us understand that God always begins from our perspective to bring us to his perspective. Are we together? Because if he doesn't pull us to his perspective, we will just remain in our world on our own and we'll keep complaining that things are not going smoothly. So God always does his best to bring us to his perspective. So he begins the conversation with our perspective and ends it with his what? Perspective. Praise God forevermore. And he says, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Now, the new thing that God talks about doing is making a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Making a way in the wilderness, as it, it's something that is new. Praise God. The wilderness has no way. Amen. And then making rivers in the desert is also something that is new. The desert has no rivers. So when God talks about doing a new thing, he talks about doing something that, let me use the word, is impossible. Praise God. So when we talk about a new thing, we're talking about impossibilities made possible. So if we're talking about a new season, we're talking about the season of the impossibilities made possible. 2020 is a year where God will throw his way. Are you getting what I'm saying? And he will make the impossibilities possible. So now that should be a year where you would expand your horizon, widen your intellect, widen your mind, broaden your capacity. 2021 is a, is a year to broaden your capacity. I remember in church, the Lord began to tell us this at the point in time. And, I be, and the Lord began to make us understand that in the 2021, we are to make, we are to take giant leaps of faith, and they also began to make us understand that there is coming a big storm our way, and that storm is for is for us to soar on it. Praise God! So 2021, God is about to do the impossible, but we have to be prepared for what these impossibles are. We together? If you go with a possible with with a with a limited mentality to 2021, working with all the status quo, working with all that you call possible, either 2021, you will not get what God has for you in 2021. Are we together this this moment? Now, so for you to get what God has for you in 2021, you have to go with the impossible made possible mentality. You have to go with the mentality of God is about to do the the supernormal. God is about to do what is not normal. God is about to do what is not conventional. Are you getting what I'm saying? Go with the unconventional mentality into 2021. That's the new thing that God wants to do. Unconventional things. Praise God forevermore. And we must prepare our hearts for it because the Bible says the preparation of the heart is in a man and the answer is from the Lord. So if your heart is not prepared, you cannot get an answer from the Lord. This is not my teaching. Praise God. But I don't know why the Holy Spirit is ministering this to us. If you cannot get your heart prepared, you cannot get an answer from the Lord. Most of us want to get an answer from the Lord when our heart is not prepared. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. That is the reason why God starts talking from your perspective. Why does he start talking from your perspective? So he can get your heart prepared for his word perspective. Are we together? Yes. So we must prepare our hearts. Then we can get an answer from the Lord. If, if you want to enter, if you want to enjoy the best of 2021, get your mind ready for, for, for things that are not normal. For the supernatural, for the supernormal. Don't, don't position yourself for the normal life. See, you, you got to get yourself prepared for what is going to shake your feet. 
What is going to shake your faith? What is going to give you, a, let me use the word, a blow that will make you a soar higher? Amen. Praise God forevermore. Amen. That is the mindset to get into 2021 with because that is a new thing. Things that have not existed before. The Bible says, eyes are not seen, ears have not heard. It is the enter into the heart of the what the Lord is said to do for them that love him. But the, the scripture goes for that to tell us, and he has re revealed it to us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things, yet the deep things of the Father. So that's the reason why your spirit man must be at one with the spirit of God this season. Because the things that eyes have not seen, the ears, ears have not heard, it has yet entered the hearts of men, is what God is said to do. But your spirit has to be what? At, 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 at hyper sensitivity with the spirit of god so it can be able to accommodate what the spirit of god is saying once it accommodates it then your mind begins to swap begins to begin to align with it so this is a season of high heavy preparations for the uncommon the unseen the unusual praise god forevermore Hallelujah. now it's something we need to note that in the uncontext god said he will do a new thing he didn't say he will do some new things are we together neither did he say he will do many new things he said he will do what? A new thing. Singular. Singular. A new thing. So God wanted to do just one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing. Most times, as believers in the Lord Jesus, we look for and we ask God for so many things at the same time. Are we together? Whereas, they need only one thing. And that one thing will produce all that we need. Are we together? You take Christians, go to the prayer closet, and you, as they enter into the prayer closet, the, before five minutes, we have asked for 20 things. We are most of the time confused about what we need, so we, we, we lump it all. We just ask here, ask there, ask here, ask there, and at the end of the day, it looks like when we go into our prayer closet, we go in disturbed, we come out confused. <laughs> we go in anxious, we come out what? Confused. But that's not what it's meant to be. The reason why it's like that is because we don't understand that God only does one thing. Are we together? God only does what? One thing. Only one thing. Only one thing. God is the God of the one. The one. That's the God we said. He's the God of the one. So if you don't understand the, 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 the revelation behind the one, you would, you would have challenges working with God. You have challenges receiving from God. You have challenges maximizing the blessings of God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because God is the God of the one. The Bible says one thing is needful. Luke chapter 4, 10 verse 4, 42. This is Jesus speaking here. He says, but one thing is needful. One thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part. One thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part. We shall not be taken away from her. Mary chose the good part that cannot be taken up from her. What is that good part? The one thing that is needful. Why? Because God is God of the one. The one. The one. The one. The one. Our greatest pursuit in life is not to know many things. It's just to know one thing. Our greatest pursuit in life is not to have many things. It's just to have one thing. In the course of this teaching, we are understanding this. Our greatest pursuit in life is not to be many things. It's just to be one thing. Until we understand the power of the one, we cannot understand what a new thing means. And as I say, a lot of Christians, they've been believing God for a new thing. Most of us have quoted this scripture, I will do a new thing. I will, some of us have quoted it like times we cannot count. But despite the fact we've been shouting, I will do a new thing, we've not seen the new thing because we are thinking of new things. God never said I will do new things. He said I will do a new thing. One thing is needful. Praise God. Hallelujah. Most of the time, when you tell believers to pray, in less than 10 minutes, they've crowded the prayer with so many prayer points. Are we together? And it's not that God cannot answer our many prayers at the same time. The problem is not with God, it's with us. God can answer all our pray crowded prayers at the same time. Praise God. But the problem is not with Him, the problem is with us. When we experience that we don't get answers to all our prayers at the same time, it's because of the mercy of God, which will not allow God to give us what we get us confused. Because the mercy of God will not allow God give you what will get you confused. The mercy of God is what will prevent the father from giving his, his 10 years old child his, his khaki. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the mercy. It's the mercy of God. 
He loves the child. But he will not give the child his khaki. Why? Because of his mercy. And so the mercy of God is the reason why God, that, that is, is, is what prevents God from giving us all our answers to all our many prayers at once. Because if God answers us in that, in that way we ask, he will put us in a dilemma. We will get into a dilemma, a confused situation. The truth is that if God answers all our numerous prayers the same way and the same time we pray them, it will be to our detriment because we will get confused and what was meant to bless us may end up destroying us. That is why we must understand the power of what? A new thing, singular, the world. In a bit to prevent this, what does God do? God gives us what? A new thing. A new thing. God loves you too much to destroy you by answering your prayer. Are <laughs> you get what I'm saying? God loves you too much to get you confused by answering your prayers. God loves you too much to put you in a dilemma by answering your prayers. So sometimes the secret said, I've been praying and fasting, and God is not answering these prayers. The reason why the prayers are not being answered is because of the mercy of God. But until you understand what a new thing means, you will pray amiss, you will pray confused, and you will get more confused in your place of prayer. Because God's way of preventing us from getting into dilemmas, into disasters, into confusion, is by giving us a new thing. And until we understand what a new thing is, we cannot really actually get answers to prayers. Are we together? And so it's a serious thing, very serious. Now God says that we make rivers in the desert and uh, 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 in the desert and, and 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 roads in the wilderness, unconventional things, things that have not been done before. That's what the new thing entails. But now, what is that? A new thing that is the rivers in the desert for you and I. Are you get what I'm saying? That is the way in the wilderness for you and I. My a new thing may be different from your a new thing. Are you get what I'm saying? And your a new thing may be different from their a new thing. So while we come to the place of prayer, our major emphasis is to open our spirit man to the Holy Spirit to know what is that a new thing that is for us, per time and per season. So that we don't, let me use the word, waste our time doing what is called being babbling. Because I'd rather pray on point for one minute and get it hit the bullseye. And you get what I'm saying? And spend the remaining time worshiping God than pray for one hour wasting my time and not getting the, 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 the my desire depressed. And you get what I'm saying? Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. God from the beginning always created and walked with one. And he does the same thing forever. He From the beginning, he created and walked with one. And the same thing he does forever. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God said, let us make man, singular, not man. You see that? One. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, says, and God created, so God created man. Man, singular, not man. Genesis chapter 1, verse, verse 1, and Genesis chapter 2, verse 8, we see that God created a grandiose earth and planted a beautiful garden on it. One earth, one garden. Are you getting what I'm saying? Even science makes us understand that among the planets, there's still only one Earth. <laughs> Amen. Amen. There are other planets, but there's only one that is called Earth. So God created one Earth, and he, created, and he planted one garden. So God is the God of the one. Amen. Amen. We would have expected that God be put, as he, as he, God be put, we would have expected that God be put many men into the garden and into the Earth. After all, the Earth is big. So he has created a big Earth, so at least for the earth to be quickly populated, he has to put many men to populate the earth and many women. But no, he didn't do that. Are you getting what I'm saying? He didn't do that. You see, most of the times as human beings, we are so much in a hurry that our prayer point shows how much you are in a hurry. God created a big earth. I don't know the measurement of the earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? But in this big, grandiose, magnificent earth, he put only one man. If that will be you and I, we should have put many, at least 50 men and 50 women so they can quickly reproduce and populate the earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? But this makes us understand how God operates. How does God operate? He makes growth manifest gradually. 
God makes growth do what? Manifest gradually. That is why God is a God of the world. Because God makes growth manifest gradually. I don't know how many millions of years the earth is, according to scientists. But if, according to their calculation, the millions of years the earth is from Adam, it means that humanity was repopulated, was populated over these millions of years. God was patient enough to use one man and one woman to gradually bring growth and spread the growth. If he did that, it makes us understand that God's operations using the world is also applicable to every aspect of life. Growth must be gradual. And that's why God gives holy word the world. Because growth must be gradual. God did the same thing when he sent the last Adam in the person of Jesus, his son. Praise God. One son won many more sons to glory. But it was not instantaneously. It was also what? Gradual. That's the reason why God gives only a new thing. is because growth must be gradual. Any sporadic, spontaneous, explosive, instantaneous growth is cancerous. Growth must be gradual. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter Hebrews chapter 2, verse 9 and 10, it says, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. For it became him, for whom all things, and by whom all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering bringing many souls unto glory. He did, he, 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 Jesus started bringing many souls unto glory when he gave up the ghost. He's still doing it now. One soul still bringing what? Many souls unto glory. The power of a new thing. A, one, A. While Jesus was teaching his disciples how to pray, he told them to ask God to give them what? Their daily bread. Daily bread. One day per time. One day per time. When Jesus was telling them, ask the Lord for your daily bread, he was not telling them, don't learn how to plan for the future. No, that's not what he was saying. He was not telling them not to plan for the future. Are we together? He was simply teaching us how to live our life one day at a time. One day at a time. Are we together? And for we to understand the power of a new thing, you must understand this principle that Jesus teaches. This principle that the Father teaches. See, the Christian life could be a very easy life. Let me use the word easy life. If you understand the principles of the Father. If you understand the principles of the kingdom of God. When we understand this principle, the Christian life becomes an easy life to live. Are we together? Very easy life to live. Very easy. But if we don't understand this principle, we complicate the Christian life for ourselves. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. By living one day at a time, we live without anxiety. And live into the future, restful and trusting in God's grace and provision on a daily basis. You see, that's the reason why he says, give us this day our daily bread. When, you, when, when, we, when we live on daily bread basis, we live without anxiety. The Bible says, sufficient love is the evil for a day. When you have been able to conquer today's evil, you trust him for tomorrow's evil. Before you know, you wake up and you discover that a year is gone. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And living like that is a life without anxiety, a life resting in God's grace, and fully trusting in God. When we don't live one day at a time, we are sure to live in anxiety. When you don't live a day at a time, you are sure to live in anxiety. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, we got to a point as, as, as um, a family where we told ourselves, man, we have been planning. We have been planning for the future. We have been investing. Now it's time to live one day at a time. A day at a time. We finally understood what this scripture means. Give us this day our daily bread. Because we planned and planned and planned the future so much that we, we never knew when we started becoming so anxious. And so we said, all right, Lord, it's time to pray the way Jesus taught the disciples to pray. A day, a day, 
a day. So every day we wake up, it gives us the breath for that day. We thank him and we wait for the next day. And that's how we have been living. There are times the devil have brought stupid thoughts to my mind. Ah, this and that. I tell the devil, come, I'm not going to waste my time on that. I won't waste my time on that. I, I won't waste my time on that. And once it, I tell him, I won't waste my time on that, he carries his thought to where he's bringing it from. You get what I'm saying? This is the power of, of, the, of, of, of a new thing. It's the power of a new thing. Trusting God without anxiety, a day at a time. And I tell you, the, the Bible says, if they serve the Lord their God, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Watch this very well. The accumulation, the accumulation, the build-up of days of prosperity re results in what? Years of pleasure. So if you don't have days of prosperity, you cannot have years of pleasure. If you don't live today prosperous, you can never end up having a pleasurable year. 2020, no matter how tormenting it was, it still ended up as a year of pleasure for many. I believe you know that. Why? Because they live their days in prosperity. How do you live your day in prosperity? When you live your day not being anxious. When you live your day trusting God per day. That's the day of prosperity. And it culminates in what? Years of pleasure. This is the power of a, a, a new thing. Praise God. Look at, look at uh, Matthew 6, verse 34. Amen. Amen. Look at Matthew 6, verse 34. It says, I'm using the modern language Bible. It says, therefore, be not, I'm using the King James Version and the modern language Bible. Let me use the King James Version. It says, therefore, be not anxious for the morrow, for the morrow will be solicitor for the things of itself. In other words, the morrow, the morrow is, the, is the lawyer to plead for itself. Are you understand what I'm saying? That's a, that's a big revelation. You see, you are not supposed to solicit for tomorrow. Tomorrow is to solicit for itself. That's a big revelation that will help you live your life trusting God. See, my tomorrow is crying for itself. I'm not crying for it. Amen. See, my tomorrow is making demand for itself. I'm not making demand for it. Are you get what I'm saying? Yeah. 2021 is making demand for itself. I'm not making demand for 2021. Mm. This revelation will make you walk in faith and relax in God. You are not meant to, you are not meant to solicit for, 20, for, for 2021. 2021 is meant to solicit for itself. Then what is your job? Your job is to trust God per day. As you enter into the year, yeah. to be one with his spirit, yeah. to be sensitive to his spirit, to be connected to his spirit yeah. as you move per day. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. And it says, sufficient to the day is his own evil. That's King James. Modern language Bible puts it like it says, Do not worry, therefore, in view of tomorrow, for tomorrow we have its own anxieties. Yeah. Each day, each day's peculiar troubles are sufficient for it. We have not finished today's own. Let's not add tomorrow's on to today's own. I get what I'm saying. This is the mystery of a new thing. The mystery of a new thing is you take it one at a time. One at what? A time. You don't lump it up. You take it one at a time. This is a basic foundation for us to understand what a new thing entails. Now, why does God give one? Why does God give one? God gives us one to make us understand that one gives better all. Hallelujah. You see this in Adam. One gives better all. all. So all the all you are looking for is in one. Get the one and you get all the all. Are we together? Yeah. Number two, God gives us one to make us understand that only one is needed to produce multiples of ones. Only one is needed to do what? Produce multiples of one. We see that in Adam again. Amen. Number three, God gives us one to make us understand that singleness of eye and purpose is the key to actualizing every desire. Singleness of eye and purpose is the key to actualizing every desire. You cannot do everything. The Bible, Jesus says, for this purpose was the Son of Man made manifest to destroy the works of the devil. He knew the purpose. The purpose was what? To destroy the works of the devil. So that's why when they wanted to make him king, he didn't waste his time talking with them. You cannot do everything at the same time. Singleness of eye is what gives birth to what? It's what gives birth to, to actualizing of every desire. So if you can understand what the, the singleness of eye you need to have, your desires will be achieved. I remember the Lord told me years ago, day back 2009, there about it, told me your prosperity is in your purpose. And I'm telling the truth. When you are singled in your eye, you, act, you actualize every of your desire. I, 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 I'm telling you from experience in working with God. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. God gives us one to make us understand the power of priority. And what does power of priority mean? First things first. 
one thing at a time. See, these are the, they may sound like little, little principles, but these are the principles we need for us to see the rivers in the desert and the way in the wilderness. Are you getting what I'm saying? For you to see things you have never seen in your life before, these are the principles to put in place. Once you put these principles in place, you will wake up and you discover that you have seen, you have begun to experience things that you have never experienced in your life before. Praise God forevermore. From the discovery we have made so far, the new thing is only one thing. And God seeks to give us one new thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? One new thing. Let me tell you, what God wants to give you in 2021 is not, is not two. It's not two. It's a new thing. It's not, you have never experienced it before. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a new thing, but it's not two. It's one. It's one. And your job now is to open your spirit to that one. If you have you open your spirit, that's what I've been teaching you. The principles to put in place. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, so today God has given you a blank check, a repair sheet, but he says to you, ask for just one thing. What is that thing you ask for? This one thing you ask for is the center of your purpose and existence. Is that thing you live for. It's what drives you on a daily basis. It's your vision for life and living. It's all about life to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is what the one thing entails. This is what the new thing entails. Now, let me understand something. You need to understand something that your purpose is a book that has pages. And each page has something written on it. And in your purpose, there are chapters. Are you getting what I'm saying? Every chapter opened is a new chapter. So, in your purpose, there is a new thing in every new chapter. Are you getting what I'm saying? So 2021 is opening a new chapter in your book of purpose for you. And so you need to be ready for what this a new thing is in 2021. Let's take a look at the one thing people requested for in the Bible to guide us as we ask God for one thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? David in Acts chapter 13 verse 22, God called David a man after his heart. Modern, the modern language Bible translation says, a man agreeable to my heart. Are you getting what I'm saying? King James says, a man after my own heart. MLB says, a man agreeable to my heart. This means that God's heart always agreed with the person of David. Although he may not have agreed with his actions, are you getting me? But it agreed with his person consistently. Yeah, God's heart did not agree with David's action of adultery with Uriah's wife. And also killing Uriah in battle. Are you getting what I'm saying? So adultery and murder. God's heart did not agree with his action. Are you getting me? But that notwithstanding, God's heart agreed with the person of David. Now let me let you understand something very well. As a child of God, God's heart will not always agree with your action. Are you getting me? But God's heart agrees with your person. Why? Because of the finished work of Jesus for you. The Bible says... For he had made him sin, only no sin that may be made the righteousness of God in him. Another translation says, God took the sin of Jesus, God, God took the righteousness of Jesus and poured into, into us and took our sin and poured it into Jesus. By virtue of that singular act, God's heart is always what? In agree, is always agreeable with you. Praise God forevermore. Amen to Jesus. Now, why was God's heart agreeable with David? Let's see, it was just one reason why God's heart was agreeable with David. Psalm 27 verse 4 tells us that David is speaking here. He says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So David's one request from God was to be in God's presence all the days of his life. No wonder he was a man after God's heart. No wonder God's heart was what? Agreeable with him. Are you get what I'm saying? This was David one request. Now, I've told you that God is giving you a blank check. That blank check is giving you for you to fill in that one request for 2021. 2021 is soliciting for itself. But you have a part to play. By what? By filling that one request. So you can express that one, that a new thing. Praise God. David's request was, Lord, I just want to dwell in your presence every day of my life. God says, my heart agrees with this one. <laughs> he may be a bad guy. Yes, but my heart agrees with what? With him. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, let's look at Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul said in Philippians 1, verse 21, he says, for me to live is Christ, and to die is what? Is gain. Apostle Paul clearly stated that his one and only purpose for living, his priority, his drive, and his passion is what? Christ. 
No wonder God used him mightily. But we are, we are made to understand that three quarters of the New Testament was written by what? The Apostle Paul. And what was the reason for that? Christ. My reason for living is what? Is Christ. That was his, a new thing he wrote on his blank check. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just giving us guidelines. But you have your new thing to write. Praise God. Now let's look, at, let's look at Jesus. In John chapter 3 verse 34, Jesus said to them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Meat symbolizes food. Are we together? Yeah. And we need food to stay alive. I understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know that what Jesus was saying, my food that keeps me alive is doing the will of my father. So if I stop doing the will of my father, I die. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the reason why the father called Jesus his beloved son in whom he is well pleased even before Jesus commenced his ministry. Because Jesus, his only sustenance was the will of the Father. See, when the Bible says that when the disciples came to meet him at Jacob's where when he was with the Samaritan woman, and after I finished talking with the Samaritan woman, and they came to him and they said, ah, Master, you have been here talking, you brought food. And what did you tell them? He said, I've already eaten. <laughs> I've already eaten. And they were wondering, who gave him food? We saw him talking with a woman. The woman was only holding a jar to draw water. We didn't see her giving food. So who gave Jesus food? They didn't understand. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. That saying, if they understood when he told them, my meat is to do the will of the Father, they would have understood the food he was eating. Mm. By doing the will of his Father, he was eating. See, I've already eaten. I'm satisfied. I've done the will of my Father. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. This was his one thing. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So in order for us to receive the new thing from God, we have to what? Desire one thing. Desire one thing. David said, if one thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. Jesus said it in Luke chapter 10, verse, verse 42. He says, but one thing is needful. We have to desire one thing. A new thing is not two things. It's one thing. If you are entering to 2021 confused, this is not the time to be confused. It's time to put your, yourself straight. Remember, I remember the teaching I, I did on, um, we, 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 we had on restoration and restitution. And I was thinking of some things I needed God to restore to me. I was thinking of some other things. And the Lord began to lay my spirit. This thing particularly is what you need restoration for. And I began to say, oh Lord, this is what I need restoration for in 2021. Now you must understand something that this is a season to put yourself straight. You can't enter 2021 asking many things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't enter 2021 having so many, let me use the word visions. Now one vision is important. Get the one that we give back to the one million. And that should be the blank, what you are feeling on the blank check. Jesus told Mary, one thing, told uh, um, Martha, one thing is needful. And what? Mary has chosen it. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So if we actually want to get our request met, and we want to get our needs met, what do we do? We need to understand what David, what Paul, and what Jesus understood. And we need to desire what Mary desired. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, drinking into his words. David desired to live in God's presence. Paul, his only reason for living was Jesus. Jesus, his only food was what? The will of the Father. Praise God. Hallelujah. So as we enter into 2021, we have to go prepared. You, don't, you are not to dabble into 2021. 2020, you needed many things. And out of the many things you needed, how many of them did you get? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. yes 2020, yes. your eyes were scattered. Mm. They were not seeing good. Mm. And with the scatteredness of eyes, how many things did you get? Mm. As I've grown by the day, I've come to understand that as you grow in life, you get into doing one thing. Mm. My, uh, my elder brother told me something. He said, as you grow older in life, your play balls get smaller. <laughs> when you're small... When you're a child, you play football, a big ball. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. You play football, it's a big ball. As you grow into your teenage age, you play football or basketball, a big ball. Then, as you grow older, you discover that you cannot be kicking the thing around, but you still need to exercise. Your ball now reduces to golf. About the smallest ball. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. As you grow older in life, your vision narrows down. As you grow older in your work with God, 
your vision narrows down to a war, a new thing, war. If you are not seeing the world, if you are not a one personality, you are not yet thinking and seeing like God. If you if you are still here and there, here and you are still having many dreams and aspirations, you are not yet thinking and seeing like God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Diversity is the end product of singleness. Diversification comes after singleness has been fully established. So when you have been able to get one right, you can get others right. Yes. As we enter into 2021, we must prepare for a new thing. That one new thing that would, that would, that would change the course of events of my life, that is the thing I need. Lord, show it to me. Let me ask it. Let me ask in accordance with that one thing. As I enter into 2021, I don't want to do many things. I want to do one thing. One yes. thing that will hit the bullseye. Yes. We have tried many things, but what is that one thing that will hit the bullseye? No man is known for everything. Every man is known for one thing. And if God, when God wants to do a new thing in you, it is one thing he does. And that one thing will create rivers in your desert. Yes. And they will create roads in your wilderness. You have heard from God today. Now it's time for you to take your blank sheet. And it's time for you to write that one new thing that you want God to do for you. And start praying about it. You may do that now. You may take time to talk with the Holy Spirit. We still have some little time. This time is a time for preparation. That's the purpose of this crusade. For those of us who would who, not partake in the other days, please go back and listen to the teachings. All of them have been uploaded on Anchor Radio, Grace Life. Listen to the teachings because those admonitions, those instructions are very important for the new year. Take time. Holy Spirit, what is that one thing that will create rivers in my deserts? Mm. That will create roads in my wilderness. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, what is that one thing? Reveal it to me. Amen. That is a prayer. Reveal it to me. Let me hit it. I don't want to do two things in 2021. No, no, I don't want to pursue. They say if you pursue two rabbits, you will, you will lose the both of them. Mm. I want to pursue that one new thing you are about to do. That one new thing you have done in the realms of the spirit that is waiting for manifestation in my life. I want to pursue it in 2021. Yes. Lord, reveal it to me. Yes. If that is your prayer, open your mouth and pray it now. Yes. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Yes. That one new thing, Lord, reveal it to me. Yes. I don't want to pursue many things. I don't want to do too many things. I just want to do one new thing in 2021. That one new thing that will create rivers in my desert. That will create roads in my wilderness. That will create rivers in your financial desert. That will create rivers in your family desert. That will create rivers in your, rivers in your, in your career desert. That will create rivers in every desert area of your life. That will create roads in every wilderness of your life. Lord, that's one new thing. Holy Spirit, reveal it to me. Reveal it to me. I can't afford to gamble with 2021. Reveal it to me. Talk to God. Reveal it to me. Bali Sotari, Bali Kadosa Salababa. Lembrete Lemelo Pariyanana. Jikotari, Bali Sobalababa. Iprosisa Balababa. Redededededededede. Rigedededededede. Rabatalababaya. Somebody is talking to God. Talk to the Lord. This is an aggressive prayer time. It's an aggressive prayer meeting. This is a time to ask God precise questions. That one new thing you want to do. That a new thing you want to do. He says, shall ye not know it? That means you are meant to know it. Until your spirit man catches it, it cannot manifest. Lord, reveal it to me. I cannot gamble in 2021. I cannot do trial error in 2021. Mali sota riba rata la rendo shita badia katosa li sosi kadi gadaba ya 
rendo de bele de de bebia Yes, somebody is talking to God. Somebody is talking to God. Jesus said his own. David said his own. Paul said his own. Mary desired her own. Mary desired her own. We have to get our own right. We have to see our own. We have to desire our own. Lepola, remove my desire from doing many things. Put it on that a new thing you have said that we do. That a new thing that will create rivers in your spiritual life, in your work with God, that will create rivers that will make you command the supernatural. That a new thing, Lord, reveal it to me. Somebody is talking to the Lord. Somebody is talking to the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we are praying. Amen. At this moment, I just want to pray for every one person who has been, who, who's, who's under the sound of my voice, and you know that you've not received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Please, this new thing we are talking about, it does not apply to you. The first step to getting this new thing is to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. So if you want to do that, just say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, but today I come to you. I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. I choose to serve you all the days of my life. I receive the grace to follow you and to live for you. Thank you, Jesus. I am born again in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for everyone person who made this prayer. I ask for the grace to serve and follow you the days of your life. Amen. The grace to live for you is Amen. your portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now, I'm going to be praying for every one of us. Now, listen to me very well. This prayer is going to be is answered instantly. As I pray this prayer, the Holy Spirit begin to minister to you. Amen. Hear me very well. It's a very, this prayer is, is, is a supernatural and a prophetic prayer. As I pray this prayer, the Holy Spirit begins to minister to you. Amen. You'll be hearing the Holy Spirit minister to you in your spirit, Amen. man. For some of you, you have dreams at night. For some of you, somebody will just say something that strikes a bell in you. But between now and the end of the year, you would hear it clearly. Amen. That a new theme. You would hear it clearly. Amen. It will not be trial and error. No, it will not be, I, I presume, or I think. No, no, it will be clear and precise. Amen. The Holy Spirit will hit it into your spirit, man. You will know what to do. You will know what is that new thing that God is doing in your life and how to open yourself to it and how to position yourself Amen. to see it manifest. And hear me very well. As this new thing, God does it in your life, 2021, God will make create rivers in your desert. Amen. I mean... Areas of your life where it was dry, you will see it flourishing. Man. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, now, God will do things that have never been done in your life. See, 2021 is a very prophetic year, the 21st year in the 21st century, the new year and the beginning of a new decade. God wants to do something that has never been done in this 21st century. In your life, Amen. in our lives. Yes, he wants to do something that has not been done in the past decade in our lives. Amen. 2021 is a very prophetic year. And so it's important this a new thing must manifest. Amen. And I, I get I, I make you understand something. It's not going to take long into the year before it starts manifesting. Amen. Some of us do be our happy new year gifts. Amen. Happy new year gift. It's going to be blowing. Boom. Happy new year gift. Yes, Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. So I'm going to be praying for us for our spirit man to be opened. And for the Lord to release to us that, that a new thing is doing. Because he says, shall you not know it? That means you must know it. Amen. He wants you to be on the same page. God, for this new thing, God is not going to surprise your spirit man. Yeah. Your spirit man will be anticipating. That's why I say, enlarge the place of thy habitation. Let him thy cause, strengthen thy state. For thou shalt pray for the right hand. So prepare for it. God wants to do what? Prepare for it. Lord, I pray for every one person under the sound of my voice. Every one person who has understood this revelation today. I ask Holy Spirit, reveal to our spirit man, what is that a new thing that you are doing in the name of Jesus? Amen. Let us hear it by a clear voice of yours. Let us see it from your word. Let us get it by dreams. Amen. Let us get it by a word spoken by somebody in, in, into our spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, Lord Holy Spirit, reveal to us. Amen. Because the Lord has said, shall you not know it? That means we must know it. It will not come to us as surprises. Yes, yes, it, will yes. come, it will be prepared for it. Amen. God, in this 
for this new thing, God is not, the, the cat will not break your net. Yeah. You are meant to be prepared for it. Yeah. Jesus told the disciples, he said, lay down your nets. And they laid down their nets, only one. He knew that he was giving them a big catch that one net would not be able to contain. But they, instead of them laying down nets, they laid down one net and the net got broken. See, God will not, God does not give you a new thing as a surprise. He wants you to be prepared for it. Holy Spirit, speak to our spirits. Reveal it to us. Cause us to hear it. Cause us to know it. Cause us to be prepared for it. Cause our spirit man to be well ready for it. Cause our mind to be ready to accommodate it. Cause us to begin to enlarge the place of our habitations. To lengthen our cords. To strengthen our stakes. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Cause us to be well prepared for it. So that by the time it comes, it will not hit us by surprise. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, as I pray for everyone present. I ask that as you speak to us, we shall write it down. Amen. Because the Bible says, write the vision, make it plain. So that by the time it begins to happen, we are ready prepared so we can take the details as it happens in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. Blessed be your name because I know you are speaking to our spirits and our, and our, and our, and our minds are receptive to your word. Amen. And we are getting it written and we are getting the, a new thing you are doing for us. Blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. amen and amen. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now I want to make you understand something that you should get your spirit man open because God is going to be speaking to you. Grace is going to be speaking to your spirit man. Get ready. That a new thing is coming big. Some of us, it will, it, the reason why it's not going to come as a surprise is because God has prepared you for it. Now some of us, it's going to alter the events of our lives. Are we together? Yeah. It's going to alter the events of our life. Some of us, while we're thinking of A, it's going to be taking us to Z. That's why he's preparing you for it. Praise God. He's going to change your life 360 degrees. Yeah. So that's why he's going to tell you ahead of time. Open your heart. He's going to speak to you. And I believe God that what he says to you, you know, this time you're going to see the manifestation of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to say God bless you. I want to make you understand that this, 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 um, Crusade continues tomorrow, um, 2 p.m. Um, Ghana time, 3 p.m. Nigeria time, and then also on Friday, and then in climaxes on Sunday. By the grace of God, we are preparing our online program um, for 2021, commanding the new year in January 2021. I'm going to be letting you know about that. That's going to be another heavy prayer and prophetic program. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Don't fail to invite your friends, loved ones, and relatives. Let them be part of this and let them be part of what God is doing. And I believe that God is going to bless you like never before in Jesus' name. Amen. For those in Ghana, you can join, in, join us in our crossover service, 10 p.m. You, um, the Prairie Nation, you, uh, um, beside UPSC, um, access, beside Access Bank, UPSC branch. And I believe that your life is going to, not going to be the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Praise to you.